hands are blonde Take your pick on this island Love will swim in this ocean In utopia This is our type on paper He's just like my type on paper Alright, what the fuck? <laughs> Sarah, are you okay? No, I'm fine. Oh, are you sure? Because you just told me you went to a spin <laughs> class this morning. You, and, Oh my god. <clears throat> Our viewers don't even know how you started this conversation. Uh, so you have been active. Yeah, well, so my class pass unpaused. Because <laughs> you're what? My class pass unpaused. Your class pass had paused? It unpaused. They unpaused it. That sounds like, um, <laughs> what are they called when you're, like, getting ready to perform and you have to do, like, the rain in Spain stays mainly in the plane, like that, like the diction. <laughs> My class pass unpaused. A tongue twister? <laughs> yeah, tongue twisters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what a class pass is? My fast class pass <laughs> unpaused. Do you know what a class pass is? I don't go to gyms. <laughs> do you know what a class pass is? Is my question. I mean, I'm assuming it's a pass for gym classes kind of but it's an app where you like pay a certain amount monthly to go to like any exercise class that participates with the app oh that sounds nice yeah so you can do anything from like yoga pilates spin rowing pole dance aerial silks um hit classes like cardio dance like lip jazzercise like literally anything Ooh, that's fun yeah so I'd been doing it before the pandemic, and then the company was like, we're going to unpause your membership because we feel that it's safe now for you to exercise, which, like, they could have asked me because <laughs> I have different opinions. <laughs> they don't know what my quarantine's been like. They don't know if it's safe for me yeah. to exercise. But, yeah, they unpaused it, so they were going to start charging me again. And so my roommate and I wow. were like, well, we might as well, like, exercise. Do it. Yeah, it might as well. Yeah, so it's like your new movie pass in a way. Oh no, movie pass is also going to come back. I will also be re-getting movie pass. Okay, got it. <laughs> but like in the form of AMC A list. Yes, yes, yes. I love your AMC A list account. It's my favorite. I love it. So I had to cancel it. I know. In the summer of 2020, and they were like, "Just so you know, if you cancel it, you can't get it again for six months." And I was like, mm, "I don't think I'm going to a movie theater for the next <laughs> six months." Thanks so. for the heads up. Yeah, so I am gonna um I'm gonna re repurchase because that is an excellent investment. Oh, remember we saw Birds of Prey? Yeah. Also this podcast is hashtag not spawn, but if AMC A list or ClassPass wants to sponsor <laughs> this podcast. Oh we totally oh we would love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we saw Birds of Prey <clears throat> and it was like a matinee, maybe during a weekday. I don't know. It was some time where there really weren't people at the theater. But we used your your account to, like, get the tickets. And then, like, when you have an A-list, you get to go through, like, the special line for concessions. Mm -hmm. And there was no one in line for concessions, but I still went anyway in, like, the golden rope area. <laughs> right. Or what it felt like a golden rope area. Right. And it was so nice. Mm -hmm. I would talk about that all day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, all this to say, my abs hurt. I'm wearing sweatpants. And that's where we are today. Good, good. I've been cleaning out my childhood bedroom. Yeah, I noticed based on your text spam. <laughs> yeah, I've been sending Sarah constant updates for everything that I find. <laughs> yeah. 
and it's been fun but also i was gonna do like a bonfire tonight um to burn to, it like not burn everything but just like papers and letters that i don't need anymore like have a ceremony like you know cleansing fire you know what i mean yeah like my psychic told me to and uh then it rained so i can't do it tonight tell the viewers about your cleveland psychic oh my god Okay, so if you are in the Cleveland area, there is a woman named... I was introduced to her as Fox. Sarah, when we looked her up, Sarah said, is it Phantom Fox? And I said, that sounds correct, I would assume. She was lovely, and (laughs) right away, my friend took me to the shop in Cleveland Octobers. Uh, I love it. It made me feel so happy and safe (laughs) and welcome. Um, And then we uh, went inside, and then... I got a reading from Fox and then right away I was like, I felt so confident. I was like, oh, hi, like so nice to meet you. I'm so excited for this. We are in the process of sitting down at her little reading table and she just goes, okay, so you are filled to the brim with anxiety. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yes, Fox, I am. I didn't think you would be able to tell today, but yep, you, that is your job. So go ahead, just keep it moving. <laughs> And then she just, like, laid laid into me, like, the rest of the time. Because she got everything was on on the dot. Like, perfect reading. And she didn't know it. I had... I haven't met this woman. She hasn't stalked my social media at all. Like... Right. She told me to stay away from spicy food. She told me to stay away from spicy food because she knew I had anxiety and acid reflux. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like... Are you gonna? I... Well, she... I, should, I can't just make my esophagus more acidic than it already is with my anxiety. (laughs) So until I figure, she was like, until you figure yourself out, don't have spicy foods. Wow. Mm -hmm. What a reward you'll have for self-discovery. I know. I get to date when I (laughs) discover myself and I get to eat, you know, medium to hot temperatures. (laughs) (laughs) I get to add extra seasoning once I go to therapy. So are you going to stop the so exciting. the dating search? I haven't really been on it, to be honest. I've been, like, on Hinge, but it's just, I really just, I'm not a dating app person, and that's fine, because I constantly forget about dating apps, and then I <laughs> log on, like, two months later, and then they're all mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's like me, but just in life. <laughs> Um, that's me on linkedin (laughs) did i show you the messages from the guys no wait yes no maybe i don't you know i don't remember things yeah that's fine i don't either that's why i'm asking (laughs) but there was one guy who was like he like messaged me (laughs) we matched in like january and then I, i like invited or no i i matched with him in like february he started a chat in february I came back on in, like, April, and then he messaged back in April, and then, like, three days later was like, um, hi. <laughs> and then another guy messaged, like, would you want to get divorced? <laughs> and I was like, I looked back at all these messages, and I was like, what the fuck is this app? Like, I don't understand dating apps. I really wish I did. I wish I was good at it. Wait, I thought I understood the divorce joke, and now I'm not sure that I do. No, he, I don't either. He just, that was the first thing he said, would you want to get divorced? I, like, laughed, because I was like, oh, that's clever, that's funny, I get it. And then I thought about it for a second, and I was like, oh, wait, no, no, I don't understand. No, you don't. You don't, because you're not supposed to, because you're, (laughs) who starts off a, 
my god. But yeah, so I didn't respond to him for like two months. I don't think I ever did. Hmm. I mean, clearly he's going through something. <laughs> <laughs> he has not seen Fox yet. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I think I'm gonna, she does online appointments. So I think I'm going to book her. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm also going to book an appointment with this astrologer that my friend sent me. The one from TikTok? No, not the one from TikTok. This okay. is one that's like a friend of a friend who like, I had reached out to my friend who's super into astrology. And I was like, do you know any astrologers in LA who like are legit? And then she was like, oh yeah, I have a close friend actually who does it. And the weird thing is like literally right before you asked me, like but right before you texted me, she texted me just to say, hey, for like the first time in two years. Wow. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. You're going to go. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Does Fox do, is she tarot? What does she do? Fox? So she she did read uh, cards. They were like the the moon cycle cards. Okay. I'm not sure if that. They're cards, so I don't know. If... Oracle cards. Yeah, they weren't technical. Like they weren't like the Empress or like. I learned that from the Circle season two. Oh, fun! <laughs> I still haven't watched the Circle. Yeah, it's fine. But I know I need to. Oh, really? Okay, everyone like, you know, gets off on it. So I'm like, what is the show about? No, it's like <laughs> fine. If you want to get off on a great show, you should start Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> oh, I did start it. Do you love? Um, I'm on episode two because my parents keep falling asleep and it's really frustrating. I can't talk about it at the moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Understood. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> I also just should probably start Survivor since I already think it's Love Island anyway. Yeah. What were you talking about? Oh, cards. So yeah. So there are cards that are red. I don't think they're tarot specific, however. Mm-hmm. And then she uh, threw, like she had a bag of crystals and then she like poured them out on the table and read the crystals. And that's when she told me not to eat spicy food. And then <laughs> and then she she was like, oh, my God. We were, like, leaving. And she was like, I didn't even read your poems. And I was like, well, here they are. And she was like, all right, perfect. So you're air and water. And I was like, Fox, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and then she was like, well, water. What did she say? She was like, water means, like, you have it all, like, built up inside of you. And, like, when the floods come, they come. Like, they come flooding out. And air is kind of the same way. So you need to figure out how to, like, make sure that you have enough balance in your life where you don't put it all inside of you and then unleash it all at once. And I was like, that's fair to say. So, yeah, it was really fun. Okay, yeah, so I definitely want that. I want the oracle cards, the crystals, and then I'm going to have an astrologer. Well, she she also just, like, read my, like, as Energy. soon as we sat down before the cards. Yeah. yeah. But then that, I also need... I just need one person for tarot and then I'll have like the three witches who will (laughs) read me (laughs) and then I'll just know the secrets to the universe. I will say, you know how I told you that I've been having like weirdly psychic dreams? Yeah. So I'm having this internal debate because I had a dream last night Uh and I don't know if I should text the person because, so I'll just tell you. what is it? So my dream was that this was like, we were in the month of like August or September. It was like fall-ish. Gross. And I got a text okay. from Ryan Pollock telling me that he was throwing... I knew it was going to be about Ryan. Uh, are you psychic? <laughs> wow! Ooh, so, so the dream was that... Wait, do you want to guess it? Or do you already know? <laughs> I was literally joking. I was, I was about to say, like, oh, you should just text Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> if you had said that, I literally would have hung up and called him immediately. <laughs> because the dream was... 
that I got a text from him mm-hmm. telling me in advance, so like four months in advance, that he was throwing a New Year's Eve party. Sounds sounds right. Yeah, honestly. like just wanted to let everyone know ahead of time that like because no one's <laughs> been to a house party in so long that like this is happening this yeah. year. This is the day that it's happening. And it was one of his iconic, like, long, like, paragraph party yeah. invitations yeah. that, we like, is we love it. full of fun facts. And um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. But the thing was, he, along with the invitation, he sent along sort of this menu of, like, hard drugs and was like, <laughs> here, here are all the different drugs that are going to be offered. Here's the pricing. If you want in, just let me know. Um, we'll get the payment ahead of time. So that way, like when you're there, you can just like have it and it's all like taken care of. It was like very methodical and very like logical and like great that he was handling the logistics, but it was like every hard drug known to man. And so <laughs> uh-huh. I worried, I feel like I need to like talk to him and just like see if he's like fine and just let him know that like, Maybe steer clear of the hard drugs in, like, August, September. <laughs> I think you should, just because I've also had, like, not a dream necessarily about him, but, like, I'm a big believer. My personal philosophy is if you have a dream about someone or you just are thinking about them randomly for, like, a, a good amount of time, you should probably reach out to them because something's happening there. Unless you know it's going to be a bad idea. Like, that's a different thing. Okay. Like, if you think, like, oh... Yes, using that uh, logistics, I should text my ex. Like, no, that's not what I mean. But, like... (laughs) I'm going to text him right now, live on air. (laughs) Okay, random. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey, lol. uh, (laughs) I've been having psychic dreams. (laughs) And I think... Are you... I don't know how to say But are you planning on a New Year's Eve party? Um... And second dreams and maybe steer clear of hard drugs <laughs> in August. But do you have to, sp- I maybe like wouldn't specify those m- months. Maybe put like especially in. In the second half of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sending it. I sent it. He's going to call me and be like, Sarah, what the fuck? <laughs> also can't wait for new year's love you bye if he calls me should i put him on speaker and just record this on the podcast yeah i think so no because i also had a dream not a dream i was thinking about him earlier today actually so that's weird and uh i saw like the video online that was like oh gosh what was it i was about to get like a little deep but like it was um someone saying like oh constantly observing other people's emotions in a room and like trying to read everyone and getting to know like trying to like mediate kind of and like getting to know them uh isn't empathy it's like a trauma response and I was just like thinking of people in my life that are good at that and I was like oh you know I should probably reach out to Ryan Hmm. so that's very interesting that you say that because he's really good at that and I don't necessarily like I don't know his life but like interesting he is like a very empathetic person I feel so should we discuss I guess so if Ryan's not calling I mean (laughs) We'll just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget about that, and then we'll just, like, see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I got that text. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god, am I gonna take up hard drugs in the second half of this year? Oh, you would question everything, because I've sent you nonsense before, and you're like, Catherine, what? What? <laughs> I think if I got that, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Good talk. Thanks. No, because you just send me, like, really inconvenient nonsense where it's, like, you say something that, like, is would deeply affect me. 
if it were what it sounds like it is. And then I ask for clarification and then you don't respond for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like when I told you I was moving to Cleveland and I was just like, something bad might be happening. And you were like, Catherine, <laughs> I was like, are you quitting the podcast? <laughs> And then I was like, no, I'll just be in a different state. And you're like, I don't fucking care where you are. <laughs> you're like, it's all remote. We're not going to see each other for two years anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, you can see where my priorities are. <laughs> so speaking of the podcast. Um, oh, yeah. All right. This thing. Episode 19. Little chestnut. Let's do it. Okay. So I don't have a lot, but I'm going to like... I don't have a lot either. Okay, great. That's why I felt comfortable just gabbing. <laughs> great. Episode 19. Yeah. We are deep in the aftermath of Tom and Mora. Yes. So Tom keeps trying to apologize. Mora keeps saying, do not speak to me. Yeah. So Tom goes down to the bedroom and is like talking to all the guys. And Mora comes down and like listens behind the wall and is like talking to Anna. And then Michael notices that she's there. And and then Danny notices. And then Michael and Danny are trying to silently communicate to Tom to shut the <laughs> fuck up because Mora is listening. Yes. It was so phenomenally shot. I know this was a hidden camera, but still. <laughs> Not even hidden. It's just a wall camera. Where's the BAFTA? Tell me now. Where's the BAFTA? Right. It was so good. Yeah, I know. And I just can't get over that whole situation. I'm like the guys who are just like, how the fuck did you fuck that I know. up so bad? I know. And the next day, Tom apologizes and Mora somehow forgives him. But she does make him grovel. Yes. Uh, she makes him bring her coffee and then she asks for a hairbrush and then she's like any hairbrush he comes down with the hairbrush she's like no not the hairbrush any yes. <laughs> this very specific hairbrush meanwhile danny's conflicted about yuande versus arabella he does not know whether he should go with yuande who he's been with versus arabella who's just kind of come in and like almost in a way swept him off his feet it's a very molly may versus mora de- debacle yeah. So then Mora gets a recoupling text and tensions are high in the villa. Yes. Uh, especially between, primarily between Yuande and Arabella. Then the recoupling happens and Tommy picks Molly May. His speech is so moving. So cute. So sweet. And it makes Lucy cry. Yes. And then Curtis picks Amy. Michael picks Amber. Tom picks Mora. Jordan picks Anna. Anton picks Lucy, which I thought was an interesting move to have Anton pick first which I guess yeah for dramatic effect if you want to make sure that either you want or Arabella goes home that's how you would do it but yeah I am curious because obviously Danny does end up picking Arabella I'm curious if he had gone first who do you think he would have picked if he knew the other person because in his head he was like if they're both still in the villa I can still get to know them both so if that was the ideology I'm curious if he would have picked Yuande because he knew that if he didn't pick her, there'd be no way that he would be able to continue getting to know her. Yeah. Whereas there might still be a chance with Arabella. That's a good question. I honestly thought he was going to choose Yuande that like this time around. So I was like, that wasn't even in my head. Right. But do you think he would have? I don't know because he, his brain confuses me a little bit because he is super logical and I do completely understand. Like I, I follow <laughs> his train of thought on things yeah but he also has like idiot brain sometimes where he's like let me just continue to like string these two girls along he's definitely like what 20 21 i think 20 yeah like it it shows at times yeah for sure yeah i yeah i think he if that was what he was doing if he was choosing arabella 
this time around, I think he still would have chosen her even more so had Yuande had the chance of being safe. Because mm-hmm. I think that would have been like, okay, well, we'll just see how it goes. We'll figure out. I just think it would have been more casually comfortable picking Arabella then, as opposed to Yuande. I don't know. But then he would have a mad Yuande in the villa. Yeah, but then, I don't know, she'd find someone else. You know what I mean? Like, But it if- didn't sound like he thought she was going to find someone else. What do you mean? Like, he, he kept saying, I think Arabella asked him, like, if Yuande stays in the villa, do you see her finding someone else? And he said, if she's, like, closed off and, like, the way that she was with me, like, yeah. then no. Yeah, I think I'm... I think there would have been a chance of it, so I think it would have been more casual for him to pick Arabella. I don't think he would have. I don't know. I think if he went this hard, like, sending her home, he would have done it casually, is my is my theory. Right. Fair enough. So, Yuande is dumped from the island. Amber is devastated. Anna mm-hmm. is sobbing. And Yuande yeah. is pissed. Oh, my God. She's like, how fucking dare he? <laughs> it was like she had a cape. Yeah. Like, swung. Yeah. Like, it was like theatrical it was kind of glorious like <laughs> and then danny takes her aside in the bedroom and is trying to you know apologize and just say you know i didn't want to hurt you like i really you know this was a really difficult decision she waits for him to finish and then says what goes around comes around have a nice life wow <laughs> what an exit what an exit for such an early demise like <laughs> yeah what a way to go that is the arc of yuande wow didn't see it coming yeah to be honest Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's what I'm saying, though. The arcs in this season. It's shocking. <laughs> yeah. And then episode 20? Yes. So Danny and Arabella have their first kiss, but they are stared down by the girls. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Which leads to this Amber-Danny showdown where, like, Danny comes over to the day bed where everyone is, like, laying down. And Amber's like, do you have a problem? And he's like, no, there's no problem. And she's like, are you sure? Because it seems like there's a problem. He was like, well, it kind of seems like you're making a problem. And she was like, oh, do you think I'm the kind of person who makes problems? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Anna just keeps saying bye over and over again. Like, bye, bye, Bye. leave, bye. 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 And then she's, like, laying in Jordan's lap. And Jordan's like, this is pathetic. This is childish. So she gets mad at him. It was just all a disaster. Because everyone's 15. Right. And the next day, Anna and Jordan make amends. They make up. And Arabella tries to make peace with Anna and Amber. And then we have the Love Island sex pop quiz. Yes. Did you have any thoughts on that? Just a fun time. I didn't really have any thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Did you? No. I just, like, <laughs> want to make sure I reference the challenges just in case. Because sometimes I skip them and then I feel antagonized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, Josh isn't here this season to, like, really get me pumped for a challenge, so. Right. So then Tom tells Jordan that he's enjoying getting to know Mora, but she doesn't necessarily tick all of his boxes. She's a bit OTT. This man is on the thinnest device. She's a bit OTT. She's loud. She's attention-seeking. And she makes him cringe. This man. <laughs> I don't know how else you can say. I'm really getting to know her, but I absolutely can't stand her (laughs) (laughs) but she is an awful garbage human (laughs) right i'm sorry i just like the audacity of men is found in tom (laughs) like to to fuck up so bad the night before so bad make amends for it all morning and then call her out for being terrible i was Uh like dear god i know why 
think? <laughs> so we move that to the side for a second because Curtis and Tommy mm-hmm. are going off together to chat, but Molly wants to know what they're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So she's like, wait, what are you going to say? Like, what are you saying? Like, whatever, like to <laughs> Curtis. And then mm-hmm. I think Curtis like says, oh, someone's like controlling. <laughs> and Curtis says to Tommy in a very serious way, like, Tommy, you don't have to tell her. Curtis, what? Curtis loves the drama. Curtis, Curtis. like, stay out of it. Like, what? Cur- You're not oh, Judge you know Judy. I, like, who? <laughs> I really think, I think Curtis might be, I think Jigsaw took a potion and is actually Curtis <laughs> just trying to stir shit up <laughs> without being caught. <laughs> Every scene he's in, he's watching, he's observing. I mean, we love fan theories, so. (laughs) Here in our type on paper. Have you ever seen them in the same room at the same time? (laughs) All we're saying. (laughs) Have you ever seen Jigsaw? And I did see Curtis riding a little tricycle. (laughs) (laughs) With a boba. (laughs) Listen, I'm just saying, there's one part, like, we're on... I think the girls are on the day beds or something. And on the next day bed over, you just see Curtis lying there looking straight ahead. And I was like, that's not human. (laughs) Yeah. That's a doll. (laughs) There's just little speakers in his brain that tell him what to do and where to go. Um, The dancing is just a distraction. (laughs) So... Has anyone seen him dance? <laughs> so the boys walk off. Tommy and Curtis walk off to the terrace to have their conversation. And meanwhile, yeah. Molly's like, I'm just like concerned about what he's going to say. Because we all know Tommy where like clearly we've been doing bits. And like if someone asks him about it, like all he's going to do is he just smiles. And then like everyone knows everything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so funny that she's trying to prevent him from telling people things when she's literally just told five people. I know. <laughs> because i really just love everything about her they're like so you've been like doing bits she's like well obviously yeah but the best part everyone's gonna know the best part is that tommy and curtis are on the terrace and you think they're gonna talk about molly may but in reality they just talk about their love for each other it's just a total love fest I think, I don't remember which one it is because they're both super philosophical at this point. But I think it's Tommy who says life is a test and love is a prize. And that he's so happy that they found each other and that they've never met anyone like the other person. Uh, I love this cast. I really do. This is why I say that this this is the the bromance that rivals Chris and Kim. Wow. And Josh and Wes, not so much in the show, but in real life like following them they're best but real life doesn't count once this season ends (laughs) (laughs) these people don't exist (laughs) this is the truman show (laughs) they're all in the next set all in the next uh uh stage (laughs) right just waiting for a reunion that's all i have for 20 wow okay i'm ready 21 okay 21 let's do it I love how it feels like this time around I'm just telling you like what happened during these episodes. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> You're like not saying anything. You're just like, really? <laughs> what? You want to at home? <laughs> so 21. Jordan tells Anna what Tom told Jordan about Mora. Wait, Jordan tells Anna what Yes, yes, yes. Okay. What Tom told Okay. <laughs> Which comes back later but then there's the online buzz challenge i love uh, when it gets messy (laughs) yeah so where it's like people on twitter 
saying things about the cast and people have to guess who they're about right and fill in the blanks for me like they always get so pissed off at these like it never occurs to them that these tweets could have been written in like the first week of the show i know it kind of did oh who was it someone had like the the mere idea of it being like ah yes i was like that when i came in it was anton talking to molly may where he was like you were interested in, like, three guys, which is probably why they thought you were a game player, like... Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so I listed out all of the things that were said, and I want to know whether you agree or disagree. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, number one, Anna's settling for Jordan. Uh, I don't... I think she, her, she still has her options open. I don't think of it as settling. I think it's, like, who else in the villa is she going to hang out with? You know what I mean? Right. It mm-hmm. doesn't seem like she's put all her eggs in that basket. Right. Sure. Uh, Molly's playing a game. no. The thing, and is that the same as the, the 50K no, one? No, they're different ones. Different oh, ones. different one. Okay, okay. I don't think she is. I see why they said that if her, like, going in. Yeah. Not sure if Amber's really into Michael. She's hard to read, but I think she wouldn't be spending time with him if she didn't like him. Right. Based on her and Callum's interactions. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's no genuine connection between Amy and Curtis. Because he's Jigsaw, secretly. Because <laughs> he's not a human. <laughs> <laughs> and his reaction was like what <laughs> uh <laughs> no i th- i was shocked at that one i was like they've been together since like day one right tommy and lucy are meant to be no <laughs> that sparks the whole thing <laughs> right that i can't even talk about <laughs> arabella will ditch danny at the next chance she gets probably <laughs> obviously she doesn't get much of a chance yeah but she thinks she would have um I don't know. I really can't get a read on that woman. I really can't. That's fair. The thing is, like, she's played as kind of like the intruder or the villain. Mm -hmm. And, like, what if she was just very chill and was like, I really don't get why everyone hates me. Right. So I really can't get a read on her. I didn't have enough time to say. (laughs) Fair. The next one. Arabella is buff. Michael is whipped by Amber. And Curtis is the perfect man. (laughs) I do not think Michael is whipped by Amber. Do you think that? No, I think he is very aware of yeah. her personality. And I think that that's one of the things that draws him to her. Yeah, I agree. And Curtis is clearly not a man, so <laughs> it's a moot point. And C- Curtis wrote that one in. <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea of Curtis sabotaging this whole season is my favorite thing. <laughs> You said the arcs were surprising. Well, guess what? I beat you to it. <laughs> okay. Amy always makes Curtis feel like he's in the wrong when really it's the other way around. Saying that, like, Amy is in the wrong when they argue and not Curtis. That's what the tweet is saying? Yeah. It's saying that Amy always makes Curtis feel like he's in the wrong when really Amy's the one in the wrong. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were saying, but really Curtis is making Amy feel. No. Like, okay, okay. Then no, I don't agree with that one. Right? Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> so think... so many negatives. I mean, I think that it's, like, he sometimes just doesn't... Isn't, uh, like, hyper aware of her feelings. Yeah. When he makes certain comments. And so he does apologize a lot because he says things that are not, you know, ideal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the last one, Tommy deserves more than Molly May. She doesn't like him. She uh-huh. likes 50K. Why not both? Like, I just... <laughs> I don't, I think what people are missing is like influencers make bank 
And if they don't, they're getting a bunch of free shit. Like, I really don't think they're mutually exclusive, her right. liking Tommy and her liking money. Like <laughs> Right. It's so interesting because it wasn't until this challenge, the first time that I watched it, that I realized how polarizing a figure Molly May is. Because when you ask someone who's seen the show, yeah, they're going to have a very strong opinion on Molly May one way or the other. There's really no middle ground. There's no one who's just like, yeah, she's fine. There's really just like, I love her or like I, she was playing a game, like did not trust her. She was shady. Fascinating. Yeah. I love that. I love that in a woman. <laughs> I love a bold choice. <laughs> But yeah, so Molly's upset about the money tweet. Yeah. And I love how she's talking to Tommy about it. And she's like, he deserves better. What better? (laughs) (laughs) Me. (laughs) 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 And then Anton thinks Molly is playing a game and that uh, she and Tommy will last through the end of the uh season on the show but they will not last in the outside world like he's really hellbent on like this whole molly's not genuine tommy deserves better tommy and lucy should try again thing yeah i don't know i feel like he's romanticizing something that isn't really there kind of thing i also think he's still really fucking bitter that molly didn't pick him yeah i also agree with that (laughs) regardless molly thinks lucy needs to tone things down with tommy she's like i would never tell him to you know not be friends with the girl like i think that's crazy but like sometimes she does cross a line where like she's very cuddly with him yeah and that makes me uncomfortable yeah and Tommy is very receptive to that. He's like, I totally get it that there is a I love this man. <laughs> I love Tommy Fury. And then we have the infamous Never Say Never, where Lucy's on the terrace and they ask her, you know, do you think something with Tommy could happen? She goes, eh, like, I don't know. And they're like, Never Say Never. And she's like, yeah, sure, we can say Never Say Never, which, like, initially you think like okay she's just like yeah. saying it because like eh, you really do never know like what could happen in the, the, the yeah, 40 yeah. or sunlight whatever but then immediately she has her confessional in the beach hut where she's like yeah i do kind of like him and like i would say never say never because yeah. i think something could still happen and you're like yeah. oh there's really just no ambiguity she's just fully into him it oh my god <laughs> So tired. So tired. I know. And then we cut to the boys putting hot sauce on Tommy's lip. (laughs) And then Tommy pulls Lucy to set boundaries. And Lucy's annoyed by it. She's like, it's not fair to put boundaries on a friendship. Like, I don't know if it's coming from him or her. But, like, I'm not going to change the way that I act around him because that's not fair. And I'm like, honey, what? Every time that you think that she's going to understand another woman's point of view. No. She does not. She just is true to herself and does not. Yep. And it's very frustrating to watch it. (laughs) I know. It's very clear that Molly understands that they're friends and like Tommy understands that they're friends. But they're like, oh, yes, I suppose we are together now. And rules have changed and we can no longer like snuggle our best friends. Our best guy, our opposite sex friends that we're attracted to. Yeah. And then Lucy's like <laughs> oppressed by it. <laughs> like <laughs> she's gonna go pick it. <laughs> like, like I was like, what? Why aren't you listening? They're both telling you this. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, Luce, Lucy. <laughs> so Mora tells Anna and Amber about Lucy's never say never comment. Of course. 
Meanwhile, Curtis pulls Molly May to talk about her and Tommy, and he's, like, kind of interrogating her. He's giving the best friend talk about, like, if you're not being genuine with him, just tell him. He'll take it like a man. Like, just be honest. She's like, I don't know what people are seeing, but I really like him. I don't get it. Like, you know, this conversation is pointless because I'm not going to, like, break things off with him. Yeah. And then Tommy <laughs> talks to Curtis about that conversation. And then Curtis is like, yeah, I talked to Molly because I was, <laughs> I, oh my God. <laughs> so Curtis is just like, <laughs> he's like, everyone was saying they didn't know if Molly was genuine or if she was playing games. And so I was like, I'm not going to talk about people behind their backs. I'm just going to go straight to the source. <laughs> like the gossipy bitch he is. <laughs> and so <laughs> like, he's just like, I'm going to directly involve myself. <laughs> Tommy's like, all right, like, what did you talk about? And then Curtis goes, I'm not going to tell you everything I asked her because that's not fair and i just wrote you gossipy tease bitch he reminds me so much of wesley sometimes <laughs> it's insane wesley being your old roommate not yes 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 right oh not not season four was um no right. wesley my former roommate and confidant just like the way he's just like i'm not gonna say anything but <laughs> and he gives like a little face that curtis makes and i'm like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> right but curtis does like put tommy's fears to rest and say like i couldn't find a fault with anything she said like things are all good like you can move on <laughs> and then molly may goes and tries to clear things up with anton and anton thinks that molly's intentions aren't the best and she likes tommy a lot as a friend but it's just convenient for her to be coupled up with him right now like what <laughs> i don't know where he gets it i don't know it's gotta be just like him being jaded i don't know I don't know. Does that villa just make you mad? Like, does it, do you just see things that aren't there? Like, I think he's just, he's bitter. Yeah. Is what's happening. Fair enough. <laughs> so then Anna gives Mora a heads up about what Tom said to Jordan regarding being OTT and cringy and all that. And Anna's being so vague that it completely confuses Mora. Yeah. Where she's like, Jordan made me promise not to say anything, so I can't tell you, but I do need to tell you as a friend that something was said from Tom to Jordan about your compatibility. And Maura's like, what? And she's like, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> and Maura's like, but if I'm going to go talk to him about it, I need to have something to go off of. And she's like, she like vanishes in like a, a yeah. wisp of smoke like <laughs> she's like that's all you get so Maura's like fired up and she's like about to go have a confrontation that has nothing to base it off of because she has no idea what's been said yeah so she's mad but doesn't know what she's mad about yet yeah it's kind of like when <laughs> when I text you something bad and then disappear for an hour <laughs> and you're left fuming yeah essentially and there's the vote, the audience vote for favorite couple, which leads us straight into 22, where Mora sits Tom down and asks him point blank what was said. Tom denies saying anything negative, assures her that he's enjoying getting to know her, completely forgetting that this is on international television. Yeah. And that the world knows what he said. <laughs> and then Amber and Michael have a little squabble over attitudes where, like, Michael thinks Amber's got an attitude and Amber thinks Michael has an attitude because of her attitude. And it's just like a whole thing where like Michael thinks she's childish and she won't let things go. And he keeps pulling the maturity card 
because they yeah. have this age difference of like eight years or so yet they're like pretty much on a level playing field yeah. in terms of maturity yeah <laughs> the next day amber and michael squash things Amber tells Amy about Never Say Never. Mm -hmm. Amy tells Curtis. (laughs) Curtis tells Anton and Danny. (laughs) I love this villa. Such a good group. (laughs) And then Tommy and Molly May have their horse riding date. Oh, cute. Tommy getting on that horse. (laughs) (laughs) That phase where he's like, whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen. And the horse moves like an inch. And then he just like, the face that he makes... (laughs) And the fact that, like, once he got on, it just would not move. <laughs> and she's like, you just have to tap it. And he, like, taps it with his hand, like, lightly on its neck. <laughs> it's so good. Back at the villa, Mora goes directly to Jordan and asks him what Tom said. And Jordan's like, you're asking me point blank. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Here's what he said. So then Mora confronts Tom again with that information. And again, he's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know where you're hearing things from. And she's like, you're just a liar. You're like lying straight to my face. You need to just stop talking. <laughs> and then we have the neon party. Oh my God. Where Mora and Tom have a calmer conversation on the swings. And that's where she officially ends things because yeah. she's like, I did not misconstrue what you said, even though you're saying you said it at like a different referencing a different point in time but clearly that's not what you said yeah no like just i can't be in this anymore and she ends things and then flack is back in a flowy blue floral number very into it then we have the vote results for favorite couple and the couples at risk were tom and mora curtis and amy jordan and anna and danny and arabella did any of those surprise you curtis and amy surprised me yeah the fact that lucy and anton were saved yeah i yeah (laughs) first of all what um, but also, uh, yeah, I don't know why the public hates Curtis and Amy <laughs> from what we've seen. They picked up on Curtis being a robot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was like, they've been pretty, like, stable throughout. And usually the stable couple gets saved no matter what, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was, I was a little shocked there. Yeah. And then they find out their fellow islanders must dump one guy and one girl from that group of at-risk couples. Classic. The girls dump Tom, mm-hmm. which I feel like we all saw coming. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not Tom, but the rest <laughs> of us saw it. And then the boys dumped Arabella. Yeah. That felt crazy. I, I was kind of into it. Because, <laughs> like, who else? Oh, of course I was into it. Oh, yeah. But it was just kind of like, they finally made the right choice. Like, usually I do not trust the men on the show to make a decision together in a group that is accurate. But I think this was the only way to go. Like, there wasn't really I just another... feel like it was a little bit, like, off-brand in a way. Because when Tommy made his choice and picked Molly May, it became, like, Tommy really put his neck on the line yeah. for her. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Danny does the same thing. And then they're like, nah, we'll kick her off. Uh, who were th- So who were the other options? It was Mora and... Uh, Mora, Amy, Anna. It's again. It's kind of like no one really knew Arabella except Danny. <laughs> yeah, the only other viable option would have been Mora. Yeah, and I get that Mora didn't have a real, you know, shot yeah. in the villa yet. But Danny and Arabella were a legit couple at this point. Like she was like my head's not being turned. He's like my head's not being turned. Like they were in it. I don't think the group was super into her, and not in like a 
we don't like you way, but just kind of like a, we don't know you. <laughs> like, right. I think that's really what it was. I, like, I, Tommy couldn't vote off Mora. That'd be a mess. Right. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Episode 23? Yes. So Anton talks to Lucy about her never say never comment and like the little shitster he is encourages her to convey her feelings to Tommy. Oh my God. And so Lucy pulls Tommy for a chat the girls see it happen and they tell Molly what's going on. So Molly's like, what? What's going on? And then Amber also tells Molly in this moment about the never say never comment. Yes. So Molly's now watching Lucy pull the guy she's with knowing that she is actually into him. So she's like on high alert. Yeah. And Lucy does say like, you know, I am into you. And like, because of nights like this where you just never know if you're going to be the one going home. Like, I just feel like I need to tell you that, like, I'd be interested in seeing where things go. And he's like, cool. Love that for you. <laughs> um, I'm with Molly. Um, and that's just where I'm going to stay. And she's like, cool. Just don't tell anyone that I said this. I just need to get this out. And he's like, no, sure. Cool. So then Tommy immediately pulls Curtis <laughs> to tell him <laughs> what Lucy said and I think Curtis just sent out signals to Tommy's brain to like <laughs> let me know what's been come said. find me and then Tommy asks Curtis do you think I should tell Molly what Lucy said because I don't want to cause more drama in the villa but if it were the other way yeah, around exactly. and someone had pulled Molly I would be livid if she didn't tell me yeah and then in that moment, Anton crashes the conversation and tells Tommy that if he tells Molly and the girls all turn on Lucy, Lucy would probably leave the villa. Yeah, but Anton. Whose fault is that? <laughs> Why didn't you warn Lucy about that <laughs> before she went and confessed her newfound love for Tommy? Exactly. So Tommy's just like, I. Uh, he just wants to be a good guy. I he know. doesn't know which way makes him the best guy. Yeah. And... Molly then comes up well, actually, and interrupts it's the not conversation. Even, it's not even like he wants to be a good guy. He is a good guy. Like, he's genuinely thinking what's best for Molly. And it's very sweet and so hard to watch. Right. I know. <laughs> then Molly conveniently interrupts the conversation and talk to Tommy. And he's like, can I come pull you in like five minutes? She's like, um, I want to talk now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, cool, got it. <laughs> and then as Anton and Curtis are leaving the terrace, Curtis turns to Tommy and is like, tell her, tell her. you got to tell her. And Tommy's like, cool. <laughs> so... Tommy tells Molly and Molly goes, obviously you've done the right thing to tell me. And then he goes, of course I have. As if he was just going to like do it the whole time. Like yeah. no question. <laughs> and then Molly promises to Tommy that she will not relay the info to anyone. And Tommy's viewing this as like a trust test between them. And she's just really upset because she's like, now I have this information that's really making me upset, but I can't talk to anyone about it. Yeah. But she's like, this is important to him. I'm going to not say yeah. anything. Then the boys get a text the next day. They're going for a beer together. And it's at that point where Molly takes the opportunity to pull Lucy to talk about the Tommy situation. But she does it in a very tasteful way where she doesn't bring up anything Tommy said or anything that Lucy said in that conversation. She kind of pretends like she doesn't know what happened. She's just like, you know, I've been hearing things around the villa and I just want to know where your head's at in terms of Tommy. And she's very calm about it. She's very like not angry, not in any kind of 
taking any kind of tone. She's just very matter of fact. Like, just want to know. Yeah. Let's catch up. Like, where are you at with the guy that I'm into? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Lucy does tell her, you know, I pulled him last night to let him know. And he said, no, that I'm interested in Molly. And she goes, do you not think you should have maybe told me? (laughs) Yeah, doesn't she? She words it like a weird way, too. She's just like, no, there's nothing going on. But, you know, since you're asking... I did go up to him last night. Like, the way she worded it was just kind of like, oh, by the way, yes, I suppose I did do this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's there's nothing going on, but it's only because last night when yeah. I <laughs> tried to take it from you, he said no. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> and then the girls get the Casa more text. <sighs> yes. <laughs> and Mora's reaction. There's going to be loads of willies. <laughs> Fanny flutters. <laughs> So the girls go off to Casa Amor and Flack is back. Mm -hmm. She introduces the new boys. We have Obi, George, Marvin, Dan, Stevie, and Denon. Yes. Did you have any thoughts on those? Uh, George is a builder, yeah? Yeah. Maybe. That's hot. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) He he looks like Harley and Charlie. I don't know. (laughs) His name is actually Arlie. (laughs) (laughs) And then back at the main villa... The guys come home to six new girls who are Jordan, Belle, Maria, Nabila, Lavina, and Joanna. Any thoughts on them? Not really. Did you at first? Um, no, but I did like that there were people there for, like, Anton. Yes. <laughs> people mm-hmm. who were, like, excited Interested to get to know it. him yeah. specifically. <laughs> and then, episode 24, mm-hmm. we have sexy charades. Yes. Always fun. And the one that Amy pulls is the eagle. And she's like, if that's not a sign from Curtis to me, I don't know what is. And everyone's like, why? And they're like, that's his favorite sex position. And then Casa Amor wins. Mm-hmm. And then Joanna and Michael start to chat. And they find out they're both Libras. Yes. Makes sense. <laughs> and then Michael's maybe into Joanna. And... He tells the guys that, you know, talking to her has made him realize there were little things or behaviors that he'd been brushing aside and putting up with with Amber that he normally wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want to do anything with Joanna if there's nothing there and just make a whole thing with Amber. But he also doesn't want to not pursue something if there is something there. So he's kind of conflicted. Yeah. And then the episode ends with a fucking whammy of Curtis telling Tommy that his head has turned and he's into Joanna and Jordan. Curtis. What is that? Oh God. Who is it? Is it an Emily Bronte quote? Jane Austen? Who the fuck is it? It's someone who says like, if humans don't have drama, they'll create it. (laughs) I'm modernizing that quite a bit, but like Curtis is that bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Curtis is perfectly happy. His head shall get turned. Casa more started with like him saying, you know, I, I'm not worried about me. Yeah. I'm just worried about other guys with mm-hmm. her. And I just hope that we find our way back to each other. And then all of a sudden, like, boom. Do you think this could be a, uh, like a kind of a defense mechanism? Like before I get hurt, I will leave this situation or I will find an alternative to survive the normally potential. i would say yes yeah for him no because amy's not her she hasn't like moved an inch yeah since they got together she's made it very clear to him that she's like falling for him she's their half boyfriend half girlfriend out of everyone in the villa he has nothing to worry about yeah 
Very true. So there would be no no inkling for him to self-sabotage whereas you have Mm -hmm. michael who doesn't know what amber's gonna do and so that potentially would be more so in my opinion like potential self-sabotage yeah whereas i think curtis is just like i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes i it was really sweet it was like kind of like bittersweet i'll say of like watching amber and uh michael both be like well i don't out of respect i don't want to like sleep in the bed with someone right and then heads heads will turn yeah heads will turn said the yeah yeah yes (laughs) that's close enough (laughs) but yeah that's where we end how wild oh i can't believe they did this right in the middle of casa more (laughs) i know so i just want to do um a quick check-in with like a wellness check. Where are oh. we? What? <laughs> what? What'd you say? I said like a wellness check. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, just a check in. <laughs> just where we are with season five in relation to other seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very invested in these people. Mm-hmm. I'm more so invested in these people collectively. Whereas in seasons past, it was like, I really like following Camilla or Amber or eventually Chris. Whereas like, mm-hmm. as a group, I was just kind of like, okay, I like certain people. I'm tired of certain people, but this group I'm genuinely, it's kind of, it really is like my little Degrassi cast where I'm like, I don't, I don't have a bad thing to say about a one of you. But I'm so intrigued and I did not see, like, I really didn't see that end for Yuande who came in, like she was so excited to be there and like shy and sweet and then i think it was her time though i think she was the kendall of this season where she was just she was really not ready she wasn't ready no and i'm really i want to know what she's up to now because i mean just in general but also like love life wise like it was just a very I was so sad to see her go because I didn't want it to end that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even if it was her time, like, I wanted it to kind of be, I don't know. I don't know how I'd want it to be, but, like, more so on her own terms as opposed to, I don't even know how you would do that mm-hmm. <laughs> on this crazy game called Love Island. Right. But, yeah, I'm really a fan. I'm very digging it. I see why you've watched it five times. Six. Six? Six times. <laughs> Um, so is this, could we safely say that this might be in the running? This is in the running Ro- for no? sure for the, for the top season for me. Definitely in the running. All right. I don't want to speak too soon. Right. Right. I, that's why I'm doing check-ins. What if, what if all the originals leave and it's only the Casa Amor newbies? <laughs> the next gen. But this is why I'm doing check-ins. Like, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I am going to have trouble remembering new people's names for a little bit. <laughs> yeah we're about we're at about the halfway point right now wow yeah all right well i feel like i haven't talked to you in ages said <laughs> we text like every five minutes even though i texted you sporadically like every 10 seconds throughout the day <laughs> <laughs> do you want this old like childhood mini jewelry holder that's painted with like baby decorations <laughs> I thought of you first. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys are interested in 
any of Catherine's childhood memorabilia, feel free to email the show at rtypeonpaper@gmail.com. gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Also, if you have any thoughts on season five, we know a lot of you have been anticipating this season for us to go through it. So if you have thoughts to share, we want to hear them and we want to talk about them on the pod. So feel free to send us a message. You can also follow us on Instagram at rtypeonpaper. You can follow us on TikTok at rtypeonpaperpod. You can rate the show, if you so choose, on the podcast app. And if you are so inclined, you can also support the show. You can go to our link tree, which can be found in our Instagram and TikTok bios. And the first link says donate exclamation point. You can become a monthly supporter or a one-time supporter. Anything counts. It's true. Anything helps, rather. Anything counts. My abs hurt so bad. Um. (laughs) And I think that's it. Anything else? Am I missing something? Jessica Hayes liked our comment. Oh, truth. Because we do love Jessica. And she was like, yeah, you do. Yeah. (laughs) So little, little, little splurge into the social medias. (laughs) Big day for us. We get a lot of cast interaction. So if you want to be cast interaction adjacent, do follow us. Mon views the stories we tag her in, but she never responds or reposts. Which is so on brand. So Mon. (laughs) We love her. (laughs) Well, thank you all for joining this week. Yeah. Sarah, we have to make this more common. Our little chats. (laughs) Our weekly chats should be more common. (laughs) Well, we can record more often, which we actually really need to do because yeah, I need, need to release two episodes this week. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm going to edit this one and last week's tomorrow and we'll release that one hopefully tomorrow and then this one on Wednesday and then we'll record again and do two more the next week and just keep going <laughs> until we die. <laughs> oh, I did have a question. What do we do when we're caught up? Take a break? You mean once season seven ends? Yeah. In, like, at the end of August? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to take a break. (laughs) That's our hiatus. (laughs) A quick break. And then we might... Dabble in... Venture. Into other continents? We'll see. We'll see. I have feelings, and we'll talk about it. Ooh, I love feelings. They're not pleasant feelings. (laughs) Should we call Ryan? Actually, he hasn't responded, and now I'm afraid. I'll text him, too. <laughs> Just tell him that you had a psychic dream. <laughs> hey, this is going to be so weird, but didn't you make plans for a Christmas party or a New Year's party? And do you have a menu of hard drugs? <laughs> so specific. <sighs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you in a Two few minutes. minutes. <laughs> Bye, Sarah. Bye.